Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. This one will be Alma chapter 15. Seems like we were just together yesterday, doesn't it? Oh, we were. Okay, Alma chapter 15. So Alma and Amulek have just been delivered from prison. They have destroyed, or the Lord has destroyed the people that were trying to persecute them. And so now they're uh, going off to uh, Sidon and establish a church there. So let's go to verse 1. And it came to pass that Alma and Amulek were commanded to depart out of that city, and they departed and came out even into the land of Sidon. And behold, they were found there they found all the people who had departed out of the land of Ammonihah, who had been cast out and stoned, because they believed in the words of Alma. Those who believed Alma and Amulek left Ammonihah, so that there wouldn't be any righteous people left to be destroyed by the Lamanites, which is going to happen. Uh, oops, I probably shouldn't have told you that. Spoiler alert, sorry. Verse 2, and they, re and they related unto them all that had happened unto their wives and children, and also concerning themselves and of their power of deliverance. And also Zeezrom lay sick at Sidon with a burning fever. It is a false idea that the saints will escape all the judgments whilst the wicked suffer, for all flesh is subject to suffer, and the righteous shall hardly escape. <clears throat> Still many of the saints will escape, for the just shall live by faith. Yet many of the righteous shall fall prey to disease, to pestilence, etc., by reason of the weakness of the flesh, and yet be saved in the kingdom of God. So that it is an unhallowed principle to say that such and such have transgressed because they have been preyed upon by disease or death, for all flesh is subject to death. <clears throat> and the Savior has said, Judge not, lest ye be judged. And that was by the prophet Joseph Smith. Continuing verse 3. <clears throat> which was caused by the great tribulations of his mind on account of his wickedness. Elder Packer said, <clears throat> I recently asked a doctor of, of family medicine how much of his time was devoted purely to correcting physical disorders. He, was a, he has a large practice, and after thoughtfully considering, he, he answered not more than 20%. The rest of the time I seem to be working on problems that very much affect the physical well-being of my patients, but do not originate in the body. These physical disorders, the doctor concluded, <clears throat> are merely symptoms of other kinds of trouble. There is another part of us, not so tangible, but quite as real as our physical body. This intangible part of us is described as mind, emotion, intellect, temperament, and many other things. Very seldom is it described as spiritual, but there is a spirit in man. To ignore it is to ignore reality. There are spiritual disorders too, and spiritual diseases that can cause intense suffering. The body and the spirit of man are bound together, often, very often, when there are disorders, <clears throat> it is very difficult to tell which is which. The physical and the spiritual are inseparably connected. We cannot do despite to the spiritual without, at the same time, damaging the physical. When a person sins against light, when he or she wantonly goes at cross-purposes to the ways of the Lord and sets at naught honor and decency and conscience and principles, that person does damage to the soul of which the physical body is an integral part. When Jesus of Nazareth commanded the infirm of body to rise up and further declared, Thy sins be forgiven thee, his enemies accused him of blasphemy. The master asked simply, Does it require more power to forgive sins than to make the sick rise up and walk? 
That is to say, the same power by which death is rebuked or ailments cured is able to rebuke the evil one and cure a sin-sick soul. In like manner, if one has the faith to be healed physically, he has the faith by which the cleansing and healing power can work a spiritual miracle and purify him from the stains of sin. And that was by Milton McConkie in the Doctrinal New Testament Commentary. <clears throat> Continuing verse 3. For he, for he supposed that Alma and Amulek were no more, and he supposed that they had been slain because of his iniquity. And this great sin and his many other sins did harrow up his mind until it did become exceedingly sore, having no deliverance. Therefore he began to be scorched with a burning heat. Now, when he heard that Alma and Amulek were in the land of Sidon, his heart began to take courage, and he sent a message immediately unto them, desiring that them to come unto him. And it came to pass that they went immediately, obeying the message which he had sent unto them. And they went in unto the house unto Zeezrom, and they found him upon his bed, sick, being very low, with a burning fever. And his mind also was exceedingly sore because of his iniquities. And when he saw them, he stretched forth his hand and besought them that they would heal him. And it came to pass that Alma said unto him, taking him by the hand, Believest thou in the power of Christ unto salvation? And he answered and said, Yea, I believe all the words that thou hast taught. And Alma said, If thou believest in the redemption of Christ, thou canst be healed. We just need to repent to be saved. And he said, Yea, I believe according to thy words. And then Alma cried unto the Lord. We would assume that we are given but a glimpse of the whole story here. Surely Alma did more on this occasion than offer a sincere prayer. We would suppose that he laid his hands on the head of Zeezrom and assisted by Amulek in behalf of this faithful person, just like we, we do in, in the church today, and exercised the powers of the priesthood he held. That was by Millet McConkie. Continuing verse 10, saying, O Lord our God, have mercy on this man and heal him according to his faith, which is in Christ. Is faith the power that does that, or is it Jesus Christ, or what? Well, faith is the power that plugs us in. It's not the power that heals. It plugs us into the circuit, so to speak. The power is always there. We are surrounded by an enormous amount of power all the time. By applying faith, we can make it accessible to us. We make it useful to us. We are able to plug in, to use a vulgar expression, but that's the sort of thing you do. You open your mind to faith, and then you are able to do it. So can you guess who said that? That's Hugh Nibley, yes. Elder McConkie said, The person who by faith, devotion, righteousness, and personal worthiness is in a position to be healed is also in a position to have the justifying approval of the Spirit for his course of life, and his sins are forgiven him as witnessed by the fact that he receives the companionship of the Spirit, which he could not have if he were unworthy. Verse 11, And when Alma, remember that Alma had done the same things as Zeezrom, teaching against the church, but Alma knew better because his father was the head of the church. And now when Alma had said these words, Zeezrom leapt upon his feet and began to walk. And this was done to the great astonishment of all the people. And the knowledge of this went forth throughout all the land of Sidon. And Alma baptized Zeezrom unto the Lord, and he began from that time forth to preach unto the people. That Zeezrom proves himself in the eyes of his mentor Alma is confirmed by the fact that he regularly appears in the accounts of Alma's ministry as one of his most trusted and reliable companions and fellow servants. Years after the events in Ammonihah and Sidon, when Alma undertakes one of the most difficult challenges of his life's ministry, the conversion of the Zoramites, Zeezrom is chosen along with Ammon, Aaron, Omner, Amulek, and two of Alma's sons to be a part of this seasoned missionary force. That was from Heroes from the Book of Mormon. Verse 13, And Alma established a church 
in the land of Sidon and consecrated priests and teachers. In our day, we would say ordained priests and teachers. Literally, to consecrate is to set apart or to make holy. We note that both the priests and the teachers were given the authority to baptize. As we have discussed in this work so far, as we know, there was no Aaronic priesthood among the Nephites because there were no Levites, at least until the coming of the resurrected Lord to them in the meridian of time. Thus, priests and teachers among the Nephites held the Melchizedek priesthood, and the words priests and teachers describe their ministerial duties, not the offices to which they were ordained. Again, that was by Millet McConkie. Continuing verse 13. <clears throat> in the land to baptize unto the Lord, whosoever were desirous to be baptized. And it came to pass that they were many, for they did flock in from all the region round about Sidon and were baptized. But as to the people that were in the land of Ammonihah, they, were, they yet remained a hard-hearted and a stiff-necked people, and they repented not of their sins, ascribing all the power of Alma and Amulek to the devil. For they were of the profession of Nehor and did not believe in the repentance of their sins. The people of Ammonihah are ripening in iniquity and are prepared to be destroyed. Next chapter, they are all wiped out. Oh, shoot, a, a spoiler again. Verse 16, And it came to pass that Alma and Amulek, Amulek having forsaken all his gold and silver and his precious things which were in the land of Ammonihah, for the word of God he being rejected by those who were once his friends and also by his father and his kindred. Sometimes we do have to give up friends and family to, to be part of the gospel. Not always, but sometimes. Verse 17, Therefore, after Alma, having established the church at Sidon, seeing a great check, yea, seeing that the people were checked as to the pride of their hearts, and began to humble themselves before God, and began to assemble themselves together at their sanctuaries to worship God before the altar, watching and praying continually that they might be delivered from Satan and from death and from destruction, now, as I said, Alma, having seen all these things, therefore he took Amulek and came over to the land of Zarahemla and took him into his own house and did administer unto him in his tribulations and strengthened him in the Lord. And thus ended the tenth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. I bear testimony to the truth of these things and uh, say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Bye.